It's all. It is, is it? 3.22 in the morning of Thursday. So good morning, or whenever you're listening to this good whatever day, time of day it is. Dude, I gotta add effects to this shit. Hold up a sec, hold up, hold up, hold up. Alright, check me out, check me out, ready? Test, test, test. Hello, is there any 
anybody in there? All right. All right, check me out, check me out. Ready? Ready for this? Oh, this is a easy thing. Test, 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 test. All right, all right, ready for this? Ready, ready? Test, 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 test. Hey. Hey, folks, how's it going? Welcome back to the podcast. Hope you guys are doing well. Hope you guys are staying safe. Hope you guys are covering your face, you know? All right, let's get to this, too. I hope you guys are uh, just, uh, you know, staying six feet apart from other people around you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Dude, I got this shit like a while ago. It's totally dope. Ooh. Right, you got harmony. because I'm doing copyrighted shit. My thing is, okay. So like the thing on the machine that I'm using is like, uh, it's like uh, the, the peak, the peak light, is it's just going bonkers right now. It does not like me just talking at the volume I'm talking at right now. All right, here we go. Let's just do balance it all the way up. All right, let's go balance like halfway. And then you can hear, like, uh, you can hear my voice, and then, like, uh, just, like, uh, dude, some witness protection shit. Yeah, so, um, uh, no, yeah, I knew those guys. Um, yeah, one of them was, like, a hitman, and I've, uh, I've witnessed some, uh, some very heinous crimes committed. Um, I can't have my voice, uh, <laughs> um, shown, or heard on tv or else you know they'll know who i am and the, they'll try to find me but no there's no such thing as a mafia you know what i'm saying man you know what i'm saying <laughs> all right we're having too much fun we're having too much too much fun this episode's gonna be chill though we're gonna be real chill today let's go balance like halfway i'm just picking up like there's like a robot tone or something all right balance it's basically bypass. We're just gonna go bypass right now. No effects. <laughs> too too much fun. We're gonna get distracted. Anyway, um, this one's gonna be a chill one since I couldn't think of much of a thing to talk about on this one. Also, I'm not that drunk. I've had like a bunch of drinks throughout the night, but the thing is, when I drink, like, uh, I, I I get sober fairly quickly. I find like I get I like it wears away. Kind of, kind of soon, you know. I'm gonna talk a little closer to the mic. Um, <laughs> like I'll, I'll drink, I'll drink like a couple of drinks, and then like, I, I, I'd say like within three hours, within three, two, three hours, it's, it's gone, and then I have to reload, you know, which is horrible, <laughs> because then I'm an alcoholic, aren't I? <laughs> anyway. Um, I just thought that I would, uh, record this one, and for this one, I think we're just gonna do, like, an update on where I'm at, as far as, like, mentally, and if anything comes to mind that I might just ramble about. I do have, like, a cup of cognac in my hand, so if I, uh, go off, it might be, uh, <laughs> fueled by this, um, 
ethanol or something. I don't know. So, all right. So when I started recording these, all right, when I started recording these, I'm going to add like a little bit of reverb. Test, 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 test. Test, test, test. Do we bypass? No, yeah. There we go. There we go. Test, 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 test. All right, cool. Dude, I like reverb. <laughs> I'm far away. Ah. Nice. Anyway, when I started, this is going to be distracting. We're going to go just a little bit, just a little bit, just for the, just for the flavor. All right, so when I started these, I'm on episode five right now. So I just did one every week because, um, uh, so it was suggested that when you wean off of lithium or like substances, any kind of like uh, prescription drugs, you do it over the course of four weeks. So I think maybe the first week, I might have been doing like one thing of like uh, one one tab of lithium, one one tablet, one pill of lithium every day, and then the week after that, I think I did. What did I do? I think maybe the first week I did regular doses, so that was like three a day, one in the morning and two before I go to bed, or like well, like one when I wake up, two when I go to bed, since my schedule's fucked up, and then I went to one every day. And then I went to one every other day. And then now this week I'm like off. I don't I don't know exactly how it went, how I spaced it out, but I this this week I'm not doing anything. And then after this week I should be like off. Like all of it should be out of my system. So you know what that means. <laughs> We're gonna fucking party, man. <laughs> Ready? We go hard. Uh, anyway, um, I actually did want to get into some of this shit. Actually, I'm going to go back to regular, uh, mic. Fuck this effects machine. All right, we're back. That was fun for a minute, but I just realized I would just be distracted the whole fucking time just playing with the effects processor. So I'm not going to do that. Anyway, um, I think I would like to get into like how I've been doing like off of the meds. And I think I mentioned this before, but I noticed that my mood is like less stable as far as like, um, I do find myself getting more depressed often, more often than, uh, before, I guess, I think. But that said, I think I did have like depressive episodes. I think episodes like a strong word for it, but like depressive periods while I was on it so I don't know if this is like a side effect of coming off of it or if it's just like a natural thing that my body does I'm gonna say it's a natural thing I, mean, I think it is I think it is maybe I don't know I, I, here, here's the thing all right here's the thing you you if you if you ever get um, diagnosed with some kind of disorder mental disorder and they send you to a psychiatrist I I'm pretty sure I'm going to say I'm 90, 95% sure that the psychiatrist doesn't know exactly what the drugs will do to you. All right. I'm no, I'm, I'm, I'm certain that they don't exactly know what it'll do you. Cause one, they just don't know how you might react to it. Like how your body will react to these new, like uh, foreign substances in your system. But two, I don't think anybody exactly knows what, I'm going to repeat exactly a bunch just, just for the emphasis on like the precision 
precisely. I don't think anybody knows exactly what the drugs do to your brain, you know? Because I'm pretty sure they tested it on shit like mice or whatever. I, I don't know, all right? I'm talking out of my ass. So just to make that, just to preface this, I'm talking out of my ass right now. But I'm pretty sure what they do is they just test it and they see that some symptoms of the mental disorders, some of the symptoms of uh, like a depression or something, they'll see that it gets a little better with something like Prozac or like Wellbutrin or something like, oh, well, th it has shown in the multiple cases that it gets better. So it must, you know, help with that thing, which, you know, scientifically that's sound, you know, you test something, if it works, you know, it works and you'll go with that, right? But I don't think they exactly know what happens, you know? So, and I'm sure that they don't exactly know what will happen to you specifically as well, because you might need like a larger dose of whatever prescription they prescribe to you. <laughs> that's redundant. Whatever medis medications they prescribe you, they they might give you a larger dose over time or like not over time. Like maybe you'll take it for like a couple weeks, maybe a month or so. And they'll be like, well, it should be kicking in. And if it's not, we're going to up your dose a little bit because it's it's not effective at the dose that you're taking it right now. So, no. Well, yeah, for one, they don't exactly know how much you need or what or how beneficial it will be for you. I don't know how I got here. I think I was thinking like, uh, so, okay, well, we didn't, we don't know how effective that lithium was. No, you know why, why I got here? I just remembered. <laughs> my brain is fucking gone. I don't know if it's just like the, what I'm just ruining my brain with like alcohol and drugs and shit. I think just my brain just fried from, I don't know, life. <laughs> anyway, so when I was prescribed the fucking lithium, I was talking to the psychiatrist like, all right, so, well, I guess you're prescribing this to me because, you know, I have bipolar. You have told me, the therapist or psychiatrist, whoever, the professional has told me that I have manic depression, all right? So, uh, with manic depression, you describe some of this shit. You describe, you prescribe some of this shit. First, they prescribed Wellbutrin and ris Risperidone, ris Risperdal or something that I would take in the morning and at night. And then they just changed it to lithium. I don't know how. I forgot how. It probably was just over, like, the course of a couple weeks and me telling them, like, no, nah, I don't like this shit. And then they just gave me something else. But then I was like, yeah, okay, so we're going to go to lithium, all right? That's cool. We're going to take one pill. That's, uh, all right, that's dope. That's better than three, two, two, three pills per day to try to, like, figure out, like, I guess it's not hard when you make it routine. You know, I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> I guess I might have been complaining about nothing, but like, well, anyway, anyway I was on the Wellbutrin or Risperidol or Respiridol or Risperidone or something, and then we switched to lithium, and I was like, all right, we're taking this, and I was like, well, I do have anxiety too, so does this help with that? And like, oh, yeah, yeah, it does, and then that made me question like everything, like the way the dude responded to me when I was like, yeah, I got, I got like anxiety, like social anxiety and shit. I don't, I don't think I specified, like, how deep my anxiety goes, but, like, I do have anxiety, too. And the dude's like, oh, yeah, no, no, this helps with that. I was like, okay, I'm going to have to take your word for it because I'm not the professional, you know? But that doesn't sound like you know exactly that it will help with anxiety or that it won't or that it might, you know? <laughs> so that said, I did have anxious and depressive periods throughout uh my time on lithium 
and I'm noticing as I'm off of it, yeah, it's coming back. Like, well, it's not coming back. It's just I'm. I think I'm going through like some other, uh, like another a period, I guess. And by period, it's not like I'm depressed like constantly. It kind of is. I'm depressed like like very frequently. You know, definitely daily, different times throughout the day. Sometimes I'll just be minding my own business, doing whatever, distracting myself with other things. And then other times I'll be like, oh, well, I'm depressed about some of this shit. You know, I saw something that triggered my depression or (laughs) saw something that just made me feel sad or some shit. Like I was saying before, like with those flashes of shit, you know. So definitely like I do have some of those uh, recently. Um, And yeah, we're just establishing that. We're establishing that I don't know that if it's if it's a side effect of coming off of the medication or if it's just my brain chemistry or whatever. I think it could be my brain chemistry just because I did have it while I was on lithium. I'm going in like circles right now. I'm just noticing. I'm going to take another sip of this. Uh, do say. Or finish the cup off. <laughs> This whole glass. Anyway. So, I'm off of it now. And the last person I talked to about it, I did talk to, like, I, I, tried to, I tried to contact my psychiatrist about coming off of it. But she was out of town or something. And so they gave me somebody else because I, I wanted to talk to them about coming off of the thing. And they gave me somebody else. And I told them, like, well, you know, I want to come off. Dude was like, no, well, you know, maybe you should wait for your psychiatrist. I'm like, mm, nah, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm just going to do this on my own. Um, if you want to help me, that's great. If you just want to try to, you know, make me wait for the psychiatrist, I, it's, listen, it's my life, you know. <laughs> I don't want to, I want to respect you and your precautions, but at the same time, I need to live my life the way I want to live my life. So fucking, I'm going to come off of it. And the dude was like, uh, what do he say? He really didn't tell me much because he really, dude was like scared when I was like talking to him about this shit. When I contacted them, uh, you got to fill out this questionnaire. I think I told you guys about the questionnaire, but there was just really extreme answers asking like shit. Like, are you suicidal? I'm like, yes. And then my therapist called me like, oh, I saw your answers to the questionnaire. Are you doing all right? I'm like, yeah, well, I answered the questionnaire because I want to talk to a psychiatrist. I don't want to talk to a therapist, so... Thank you for calling. Thank you for checking in. I appreciate the concern. At the same time, your fucking questionnaires are fucking insane. They're absolutely fucking insane. Where is the space for people to answer like, no, I feel moderately suicidal. I feel moderately to lightly suicidal. It's either extreme or nothing with those fucking questionnaires. What the fuck, you know? What the fuck, by the way, about those, you know? (laughs) Sometimes it's not either black or white, extreme or zero, you know? Like, I, I, I feel moderately suicidal. I think I think a lot of people do, you know? Not to say that you shouldn't worry about it, that you shouldn't, like, you know, turn a blind eye to that shit just because it's just moderate, you know? It doesn't mean it's not serious. I'm not going to try to take away from the seriousness of having suicidal thoughts, but it's, it's fucking... It's, it's not as awful as... It's not as, like pressing to me it's not like i'm about to do i'm about to fucking pull a trigger on myself you know i i just feel it on occasion all right 
and I'm contacting a psychiatrist. And so that's why I answered this questionnaire. And that's why you called me. I appreciate it. But thank you. I want to talk to the psychiatrist. They set me up with this other dude. Dude fucking, it's, it's almost like he's flustered when he fucking talks to me. Cause I'm just like, I'm just telling him like, yeah, well I want to come off. And he's like, um, dude, well, you know, we should, maybe we should wait for the, you know, I think it's just best that you wait. It's like, all right, you, well, <laughs> and then I asked him like, you know, so how would I come off? He's like, oh no, I don't think I don't, we should wait. Um, I was trying to ask him like, what's the safest way to come off of this shit? But he tried to slow me down. I, he didn't want to, he didn't want to help me come off. He wanted to make me help me wait naturally because that's the responsible thing to do i'm sure from his position because i'm not his patient he doesn't know what i'm on or like he doesn't know my whole fucking history so naturally he would be like yeah let's wait because somebody else who knows this shit better is not in right now so please wait for them but me being stubborn and prideful i'm like well no <laughs> i want to do this on my own <laughs> so i he did give me like what do you say he didn't tell me how to come off. I had to look that up myself. He told me that... What did he tell me? I know he gave me just some... Like a small thing of advice. Something about... Um, hold on a sec. Let me think of this shit. The fuck I was talking to him. Um, <laughs> I don't want dead air right now. That would be fucking weird. You know what, dude? Who gives a shit? This is fucking real as fuck. If we're going to go some like quiet, just dead air... We're gonna we're gonna go some dead air just while I think of this shit. All right, so just uh just 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 be patient. Here we go, here we go. I'm gonna think. I'm getting ready to think right now, and away we go. Nah, I can't fucking remember. I can't fucking remember what he said. He did something. He did say something about it, but uh, fuck. I was asking him, psychiatrist, wait, ah, fuck, I don't, I don't fucking remember, anyway, there was like, that, that was why the whole thing, I was telling the whole thing, that was the point of me telling the whole story about me contacting them, also because of suicidal fucking bullshit ass answers, bullshit, that sounds like I bullshitted the answers, I didn't bullshit the answers, that's the thing, I think I've mentioned that before in a previous podcast, like, should you just bullshit the questionnaire, you know? Should you just put bullshit answers in the questionnaire so they don't fucking freak out and 5150 your ass? Or should you answer honestly? But if you an answer honestly, then the only answers that you have are extreme, you know? What else are they going to do? Oh, man. Um, I don't think it was about drugs. If anything, because I didn't tell him why, but uh, you know what? Okay, I'm going to mention this until I can remember what I was trying to say. I'll say this. Uh, I was looking for like professional help to like get off of it. One, two, maybe um, and like uh, like like psychological help for like uh, if I'm doing some psychedelics or something. I'd like help to like navigate that in case I get like a little lost like I was on LSD or like the last time I took shrooms. I went into like a state of like uh, 
I'd say I, I, I don't I, I keep referring to it as like mania or like a psychosis kind of state, but I, I don't know if it was exactly that. Like, um, it was kind of that. I think I was, I, I think I was in some sort I, okay, definitely when I was on LSD, I went into some kind of psychosis, some kind of psychotic state, some kind of manic state. I don't know if I asked him about that, but I was looking for professional help who would be receptive to things like that. I, I wanted to find some uh, progressive ass person so that they wouldn't, you know, fucking get on my ass about like, well, you shouldn't be doing these things, you know. <laughs> I'm going to be doing these things. Let's just start this off. I think, let me, I did start the <laughs> fucking podcast already. I'm totally unfocused. But, um, no, I think I did establish before in previous podcasts, like, I don't plan on being here, like, forever, you know? I don't need to fucking, I, as of right now, and I'm open to changing this idea, you know, this mentality, but I don't plan on having, like, a long fucking life, all right? If I die young, I die young. I'd like to get everything I need to get done before then, but if it happens, it happens, you know? So I'm not going to waste time and not do what I want to do, you know? <laughs> so shit, if I want to explore the psychedelic fucking dimensions, man, dude, that's what I'm going to do, you know? I'm sorry if it makes you nervous, but like, it's I, it's just something that that I enjoy, you know, that brings me joy. Shit, I was on shrooms once. I just, I was walking around and just looking at everything. And everything was fucking beautiful. We were just, I was, I did, I hit some shrooms. I was, I was, I hit some shrooms before I went to go like work out with my brother. We we're just going to jog around this park. I think we did like a lap and then we just walked around and talked. And then we walked back. And I think on the, no, in the middle of that, before we walked back, it kicked in. I had some fun at the park, and then as we were walking back, we passed by this uh, this bush of like of flowers. I don't know if they're they, they weren't roses. I don't know what kind of flowers they were. They might have been roses. I don't know, but they looked beautiful. And the houses that we were passing by as we were going back to ours, they were just beautiful colors, man. They were like natural, like normal colors, but just being on that, it just they looked beautiful. Everything looked beautiful, and I felt like a love for it. You know, I was just feeling love for everything around me you know <laughs> i i did mention i think i remember mentioning my brother like dude every everybody should be on this shit like all the time because <laughs> it just feels really great i feel like love you know like fucking with donna summer or something <laughs> i feel just just this great love for things you know and i enjoy that and i I'd like that to be a part of my life that I could choose, you know? I could choose to put this in my body and in an hour, maybe less than, or maybe more than, it'll kick in and then I'm just going to feel great. Um, I'm going to feel really nice. <laughs> like, uh, like it, it just, it just feels really, really nice. And, um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I fear how that sounds might make it sound like I'm some kind of fucking druggy, and if that's what you think of me, that's fair, and I'll 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 accept that. Um, <laughs> I remember there was like a time when I was like smoking hella weed, and my mom was calling me like, she said like, 
I didn't think she, I don't think she called me a junkie, but like she said, like, you're like a junkie or something. Basically, kind of low key, like, mm, you're fucking junkie right now. <laughs> so, like, I, I, I can appreciate your point of view. Um, but at the same time, like, the place I'm at mentally with my life is just, you know, I just need to be, like, like, motivated by myself and doing things that I want to do, you know? Um, I'm not planning on a family anymore. I'm not planning on finding a partner and having children with them. I, I'm just, as far as right now, it's just, I don't plan much. I've never really planned a bunch, but I think I've always had that in the back of my mind. Like, oh, you know, one day I'll have a family, but now it's kind of gone. And so now if I look towards the future, if anything, it's just me doing me, you know, me doing things for me. Uh, that I would like to do, you know, for myself. <laughs> um, and that includes drugs. That said, you know, I'm open to changing my mind. If my mind changes, my mind does change. Like, I'm not, I don't know if, if I'll be like this forever. Uh, but that said, that's just where I'm at right now. I just, that's, that's, that's where I'm at right now with my, uh, with my life, with my, with my life as in the context of manic depression in the context of feeling like I've lost what I used to love deeply in that context, I, in that context of like, I don't want to, I don't want to be hurt again. You know, I think everybody knows, knows that shit. Like, no, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to go out and make myself vulnerable because I'm going to be hurt again. That said, like, and I'm going to, this is also going back to the update of where I'm at, like right now. Um, I do have like some anxiety and like, I was talking to some folks on Reddit. I'm like always on fucking Reddit. I'm trying to cut down. I'm at least cutting down on how much I'm like scrolling through it, but I do go on like live with fucking RPAN. Oh my God. I'm going to fucking throw up. <laughs> I'm going to throw up in this fucking chair. I don't even think I drank so much of this cognac, but it's just, it's like burning right now. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a pussy, but, uh, fucking, I was talking to someone, they're sharing about their own, like, experience with, um, they have, like, agoraphobia, and I'm not gonna name names, but, yeah, they have agoraphobia and shit, you know, like, some anxiety, some shit like that, and I find that I do have, I, I feel like I picked that up recently, uh, I think this could be, this is definitely influenced by my fucking brain chemistry already, but, uh, beyond that, I think it's like with the, um, pandemic, just a lockdown, having to stay inside and not being social. I, I've, I've just been telling my friend, like, dude, I lost my mojo, man. That's just what I've been saying. Like, I've lost my mojo. <laughs> that sounds so corny, but it's like, no, I'm not social. I'm, I'm it's harder for me to talk to fucking people like strangers, cashiers, um, just random people, you know, except some people, some people that I'm used to talking to, I can talk to them, but like other people, it's just a little like, it's just been kind of like more awkward. I feel like I've went back to square one when it comes to like my social anxiety. Like I, I'm, I'm back, I'm back to this state of like, I'm, I'm afraid to talk to people. <laughs> And this is just, this has been, 
this has been like um brought to the forefront i guess of my mind recently because like i feel like i've always like i've known recently like oh this is a thing all right and i've just was like all right well i'm just accepting it but then when it became a problem like a problem that i did want to address was like i was with my friend i went i went to did i pick him up or did we go back i don't know what happened but we went to this place we went to this pizza joint it's like this classy joint this classy pizza place they got cocktails there and shit and uh they got fancy pizzas <laughs> this is like just classy pizzas ain't like your fucking pepperonis and shit this is like uh what did i get i got this like a uh, potato pizza it had like these slices of potato on it i don't know the classy fucking french term for the potato slices <laughs> that sounds so fucking uncultured these fucking slices of potato <laughs> these potatoes I, there's it was potato and truffle oil truffle oil and potato and uh and then i i got a i got a glass of prosecco with that i actually had two while we were eating anyway there was like our our waitress the hostess i i i thought she was kind of cute she was wearing a mask but i don't know so i don't know what like i i just I just thought she was attractive, but I didn't say anything. And I thought of something that I could say in the moment, but I didn't say it because of that anxiety. Well, I'm not going to try to use that as an excuse. That's just a part of like how, like where I'm weak right now. So like that's, and I was like, dude, fuck, I'm, I, I regret not saying shit. And I was like, and then, then, then the reflection of like, oh, well, who am I right? I'm a fucking coward. <laughs> I didn't say what I wanted to say. So I was like, well, no, okay, fuck. I, the next time that does happen, if I see somebody that I want to talk to or say something to, I want to say something to them. I want to be able to, and I want to say exactly what I want to say to them, that person. So I was like, well, this is a problem. All right, fuck. I don't want to regret shit. I want to just say it. So I was like, that's, well, now it's a problem. Now I have to work on it. So I think in subtle ways I have been, um, I'm just gonna get fucking real. This is there's nothing else other than real on this shit. The me being fucking just open about my shit. I'm a fairly open book, so I'm gonna just get into how pathetic I am and what kind of baby steps I'm taking. Uh, let me think. I'm gonna get into today, but I'm gonna kind of try to think if there's anything before today. Um, as an example of my anxiety and what I'm doing. Let's see. All right. Okay, I can't think of anything. I'm too fucking lazy and drunk, too. I don't even think I'm drunk. I'm maybe buzzed, but not even. Anyway, today I was like, all right, I'm going to wake up. I'm going to get ready. I was slow. I'm pretty slow. This is the thing. I'm slow. Like, when I, I don't have to get up and I don't have to do anything immediately. I'm just slow to get out of bed, to finish breakfast, to get off my phone and just, you know, brush my teeth and shower and shit. I'm slow. I just take my time just, you know, fucking watching YouTube videos or scrolling through Reddit or some shit, checking emails or something. Just being just slow and uh, dawdling. That's what my mom used to call it. Like when I did homework and I wasn't really doing my homework, I think she used to always say like, well, you're dawdling. And it felt sharp. <laughs> I remember that because it's like one of those painful memories of like, oh, fuck, I'm letting my mom down. <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'm just dawdling. 
And I was like, no, you know, it it takes baby steps, all right? So you got to work through that. I think, one, you have to accept where you are right now. So if I'm dawdling right now, I have to be like, all right, well, you know, I'm going to dawdle, okay? I'm not going to constantly dawdle, and I'm going to work on it so I dawdle less. I dawdle less and less and less until it's finally I'm where I'm at. Like socially, as far as anxiety, I'm, I'm cool, you know? I have to just cut it down and down and down. So, like, if I'm running, you know, if I'm running after not running for a long time, I'm not going to run more than a mile. I'm not going to push myself too hard. I'm going to take it easy, and I'm going to take baby steps. So today, I was like, I'm going to go outside. I did take my time today, though, a little bit. But I went outside. Um, I was going to go to Rasputin's, this place on Bascom. They have, uh, they sell... UCDs, records, books, and uh, I that was like my go-to place before to buy CDs. I was like, I'm going to go buy a CD. I'm going to go look for like some Otis Redding CDs or some shit. I'm going to buy some cool shit. But I went there. So no, I did get up and I went out to go to the place to go buy some CDs and they were closed. So I was like, all right, well, shit. And then I'm like, well, you know, I could just go back home and bury my face in my <laughs> pillow or just play some COD. You know, just do nothing again. I was like, no, you know, let's go do something else, all right? Well, let's stay outside. I want to just, I want to be outside. I want to be, like, ready to talk to people. Maybe even put myself in positions to have to talk to people so I could just get over this shit, you know? So I could force myself out of this shit. So from there, I was like, mm, something, what do I want to do? What do I want to do? Uh, and then I thought, you know what, um, I've just been listening to fucking, like, Al Green and shit, maybe I get the, like, a real book, like, the fucking, the real R&B book, which I did, I went to Barnes & Noble right after, I was like, I'm gonna go buy that book, we're gonna go see if it, if it's there, and if it's within, like, a certain reasonable price range, I think I'll buy it, so I went to Barnes & Noble, um, and as I walked in, I was, I was, like, kind of, like, the, the anxiety was coming on, as I was walking in, like, the agoraphobia, the anxiety, <laughs> and I was like, eh, no, we're gonna do this, I walked up, I, outside, before I went in, there was, like, a hand sanitizer thing, and I just put on this hand sanitizer, which smelled like shit, you know, I think that's where we're at right now, sometimes hand sanitizer, I think, you would think it just would smell like alcohol, but I think they have to, like, be more frugal about it, since they have to mass produce them, like, produce even more of them now, so they're gonna be, like, innovative and creative with the ingredients they use in them oh my god and then they're gonna use some weird smelling ingredients which is like vinegar or something i don't know what they put in that shit but i do remember there's just some hand sanitizers out there and they smell like garbage you know i don't want to sound like a fucking spoiled prick but yeah (laughs) they well they just smell funny man anyway i just put some hand sanitizer on and then i went inside still rubbing it on my hands because it was like thick it was like a thick hand sanitizer felt like a soap almost but anyway i walked inside there's a dude there he's like hello he's like hi hey how's it going i don't say how's it going i don't know what i said i said hey howdy i think i don't know i acknowledged him verbally though (laughs) and then i and then i was like all right well this is a person you know social anxiety we're gonna just you know talk to people so i was like so, uh, uh, do you have, like, a section for music or something? Where are your music books? 
and he was like, "Oh yeah, on the he was telling me in the in the wall over there, in that place against the wall." And uh, I was like, "Oh yeah, thank thank you so much." And the guy was like, "Yeah, so you looking for something?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, well uh, I'm looking for like a real book where your real books are." He's like, "Oh yeah, it's like more towards the, like the wall, more in the corner there. That's where they are." I was like, "Yeah, thank you so much." So there's that. All right, there's baby steps. We're talking to people. I'm talking to this guy, and he's telling me where the books are. So I go there, I look through the books, and I find it, you know, because I'm pretty sure it's there because I think I've, I've seen it there like a couple times. And, uh, you know, I probably like just kind of just, uh, I, I, I would suspect that it was there because I have seen it there before. And I would also su- suspect that it's there because I doubt people would know what the fuck to do with one of those things. Because I don't think people buy like a bunch of instructional books not that this is much of an instructional book it's like a it's a real book i don't know if people are going to barnes and noble to buy those so i'm pretty sure it would be there and it was so i found it and i was like looking through it i was like should i buy this Eh, yeah fuck it yeah why not you know it's not too much like 40 bucks 40 something bucks ended up being like 43.69 i'm pretty sure it was like 43.69 so fucking cool shit that'd be dope if it was like $42.069. I think that would be hilarious. Anyway, not hilarious. It would be just, it would be tight. (laughs) Fucking stupid shit. Anyway, I go to check out. On the one end, they're like closer to where the books are. That side, that end of the store, like the cash registers were closed. So I had to go to the other end. And so I did. I walked over to the other end where there were other cash registers. And I went up to the same guy who helped me out to check out and uh so like here we go well this is it again we have to talk to people and this is a situation where you have to talk to people this is this is uh more of you know fucking getting out of your shell fucking talking to people moving those fucking lips and those vocal cords and making sounds out of your face towards people so you know we're gonna talk to this guy again and you know briefly briefly (laughs) you know that's 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 what you should ask yourself that's what you should ask of yourself that you just, you know, take baby steps. And if you need if you if you have trouble talking to people, just do it briefly first and then you could get into more shit, you know? Um yeah, so I was just like uh I brought the thing to him and the guy said like, "Oh, real books, you know. I love these things, you know, you don't know the lyrics or something." And uh I don't remember exactly what he said. Something about like, you don't know what the words to sing or the lyrics or some shit. It's like, yeah, I was just like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like agreeing with them because that's where your fucking anxiety is at. All you can say is just like simple fucking words. So like, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 totally. And then I was like, well, yeah, um, I don't want to sound like a fucking prick. Like he's just, I want to check my shit out and go. I did want to do that. I did want to just check out my shit and finish the transaction and just leave. But I was like, no, well, you know, you got it. This is This is a part of you getting out. So I was like, uh, what did I say? I just came up with some shit. Like I said, my mojo's gone. I couldn't think of great shit on the spot. I just said some shit like, uh, yeah, I really like the format too, I think. Just because it's like a real book. It's just a unique format. I'm like, oh, yeah, I like the format. And the guy was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's that. And I checked out. Thank you so much. And I left. I, I go with thank you so much a lot. <laughs> I don't know why, but that's just where I'm at as far as signs of gratitude. Thank you so much. And then I left. So, 
Yeah, there's that. I I talked to the guy twice. From first he helped me out and we're like, yeah, I'm looking for real books, blah blah, and then checking it out like, oh yeah, the format thing. That's what stands out because that's that's because that's like a challenge. I I th- and this is this is like I know, I know how pathetic this might sound, and I know how like how much of a challenge it could be to like a lot of other people as well, you know. Because I know that that's a, that was a challenge for me, not a huge challenge, you know. It's not like fucking life or death or something like fucking. I was afraid for my life, but it's it's like a, it's it's a fear, you know, that you have to get over, and it's baby steps. So, uh, yeah, and and I and I I I fucking did it today, today as in Wednesday, not fucking four a.m. on Thursday. What fucking time is it? 4.05 on Thursday. I didn't do it then. I did it earlier in the day on Wednesday. And, uh, yeah. So, baby steps. Um, I think that's just my preferred method, at least. And here's the thing, you know. Oh, I should have just gotten more drunk closer to when I'm recording so I could just, just flow it out of my face. But I'm like fucking choppy right now because I'm sober. How fucked up is that? What if I need to get drunk before I do anything? I'm not going to do that. That's not going to be me. I'm going to be a functional sober guy. (laughs) I swear. I swear to God. But uh, what the fuck was I going to say? Something about fucking... Oh, man. Baby steps. Dude, my brain is fried. I just drank. I drank so much over the course of my, over like the whole, the, my whole span of, of life, of my existence on this earth, I drank so much that my brain's fucking fried. But, oh no, I don't remember what I was going to say. I think the thing about people that I feel like I know this about people, all right? This is me feeling like I'm talking about, like this is real shit. This is, I think this is real shit. I am fairly certain that this is real ass shit that everybody experiences. That everybody goes through that they might not notice, but this is true. I'm pretty sure most people are more receptive to their own advice to themselves or their own methods of taking care of themselves than other people. So if somebody suggests to you meditation, I feel like you initially, well me, I'll talk to you. If somebody suggested, hey, you should meditate or something, I'd be like, "Mm, no. If I told him about like my anxiety or something or like some kind of problem I'm having, like, oh, you should do this. You know, you should. I'm just using meditation as an example. It's like, oh, yeah, you should, you know, meditate. And I'm like, eh, you know, well, you know, that's not really for me. I'm thinking in my head, but I'm telling them like, oh, yeah, maybe. So I'm not really going to do that because I'm pretty sure just like just like me, people would be like, well, you know what you say. I appreciate your con- your concern your advice, but I'm not exactly going to listen to it, you know? I feel like that's true for everybody. That has been true for many people that I've met. They won't take my advice. Some will, some over time, and it will be, it will depend on their desperation, how desperate they are for help, and it will also depend on their pride. Uh, So me, as a prideful person, you know, I'm not super receptive on occasion, I will be with some things, other things. I'm like, you know, I'll just do this myself, my own way. I think that's what kind of works best for people. You know, if you suggest something to somebody and you know that that will work 
totally well, sometimes it will work better if they do their version of it or their way of doing it. Even if it in real life is totally slower, less efficient, maybe even less effective, if they do it themselves be, like the way they, you know, think it's best to do, it, it will get done as opposed to them trying to follow what you're trying to tell them. So, um, yeah, <laughs> I think that's like a, I think that's just a big reason why I don't take instructions well from people sometimes. It's just cause like I might not, it, it could just be like, it could be, I think it, it like a good part of it is just my pride and just my stubbornness, I guess. But I think another part of it is like, I don't exactly know what their vision of this thing is, whatever they're instructing me to do, what they're envisioning as far as like the correct form or procedure or whatever. But, uh, I, 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 I do find that like, and this is, you know what? Yeah, this is, I'll be real as fuck right now. Like people might have told me to do things and I just didn't do them, but I would do them if I decided that it was a problem myself. Like if somebody was telling, if somebody told me that I have social anxiety before, I'd be like, oh yeah, okay, cool but I wouldn't do anything. Now, if I tell myself that I have it and then I tell myself that it's a problem, then I'll step up and do something, you know? And if somebody tells me like, well, this is what you should do about your social anxiety. I might be like, oh, okay, that sounds good, but I won't do it. But then if I think of like, oh, well, this is how I'm going to deal with this. This is how I'm going to try to improve myself. Then I'll do it, you know? (laughs) So I'm sorry to people that I have done things that they've told me to do, but only when I decided to do them. I'm sorry how annoying that is. I know how annoying that is because that has been me. I've been on the other end of that, you know? I've been on the other end of just asking people, well, telling people, trying to advise people, this is what I think you should do, and they don't do that. I know that's kind of annoying. I I know that's kind of annoying. Uh, But I know that people have to do things on their own terms most of the time, I'd say. Sometimes in more desperate situations you're gonna have to just do what has to get done in that time or else you get fucked but yeah in my own situation I gotta do it my own way and then I gotta do it the way that I think is like is gonna work for me and that's just these little baby steps of like slowly talking to people and shit I remember I had a friend who had this like I feel like he had some kind of agoraphobia too some anxiety definitely some anxiety and I'm pretty sure he had his own method of trying to figure this his shit out. Um, yeah. Fuck, I miss that fucking guy. <laughs> I remember, I think I tried to push him a little bit. I, I, I'm, I'm afraid that I tried to push him too hard to get out of his shell. Because, like, I remember back, there was, like, a time when I was, like, totally out. And I was, like, my anxiety was mostly lifted. And I was, I was totally cool with talking to whoever whenever I sober too <laughs> and I was like dude let's go to like a bar or like a club or something and that dude was like nah I, I can't I can't right now you know my anxiety and shit I don't think he, he just said anxiety but it was implied and I knew because I I felt very similar things and I do feel those now it's like very similar like anxiety it's like yeah okay but I was like, no, dude, you could do it. If I could do it, you could do it too. And I think I, I pushed him too too hard. I was like, no, dude, let's go. And he's like, nah, I can't. In some time. Give me some time. And I, I don't think I gave him 
enough time or the space to do it or like uh figure out his own way of doing it so yeah that's that's uh well that's what i did today and i think i've I've done some other shit earlier but i do plan on continuing this shit of like breaking out slowly you know just just going at my own pace and uh figuring this shit out the way that i think uh i want to do this shit because <laughs> you know fucking who knows there could be like another waitress that i think is fucking attractive you know <laughs> and uh, i want to say something but i'm too fucking nutless so i gotta work it up you know we gotta we gotta work it up we gotta work it up on our own time you know i don't know how receptive other people might be to that idea but i'm pretty sure that's the way i like to go about it and if other people got an opinion about it fuck it whatever I think if I had, like, kids, I would be afraid of how that might be judged by other parents. If I just let my kids take their time to figure things out on their own. Not like, well, you kick them out into the wild, but, like, if they, like, have some trouble with something, if I give them just a lot of time and a lot of space to just figure out the their own way, their best way of doing it, I'm afraid of how I'd be judged, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I'm just thinking about myself. And also within the context of, like, my friend tried to have that. He tried to have his own way. And then I was like, no, well, let's go further, you know? And I don't know. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I must have scared him. I definitely did scare him a couple times. It was like, yeah, dude, let's go. Let's go out. Let's just, you know, let's just get over this shit. And uh, he wasn't ready, you know? People aren't going to be ready, you know? There's going to be situations where you can't account for everybody, where you can't give everybody time. But I think as much as possible, as much as you can, I think that'd be best. If you just give people the time and space to figure out their own way of doing things that works for them, you know? And right now, I think this is working for me. Hopefully. We'll see. The next time I hit a fucking pizza antique or some shit. <laughs> is that how you pronounce it? Anyway, I'm like fucking over time. Uh, that said, let's just close this shit out with uh, just a good assalamu alaikum. Peace and love. Cover your face. Stay safe, you know. Uh, wear a mask, you know, for now until it's totally cool, totally kosher to take them off. I think wear a mask. Just even if you don't think it's effective, it's it's like a sign of courtesy to your neighbors, you know. Like, I'm looking out for you because I'm, well, I'm wearing this mask because I'm, I'm concerned about myself and about you as well. Because I, if, I if I cough or sneeze, it's going to stay within this mask, most of it at least. And you won't catch any of this if you're six feet away as well. So we're, we're going to stay safe. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be responsible because I want to just be responsible and be safe with myself for myself, for my family, and for you as well, for everybody else. So if you guys just would wear a mask until it's totally kosher to just not, I understand. It's annoying. And some masks smell like shit, and it might reflect your bad breath into your face, you know? And uh, it, it could just be annoying just to have on your face. I, I get that. I get a little claustrophobic on my face as well, like wearing like a motorcycle helmet. When I was fucking taking the courses, it's like... It's kind of just like a lot. 
sometimes shit right in your face can be overwhelming. I get that. At the same time, it's 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 just uh, during the, just these times, all right? It'll pass. These times will pass. We'll get better. And you'll be able to take it off. But just for now, just put this thing over your face just for your neighbor, you know? Anyway, um, yeah. That said, uh, just love your neighbor. Keep your neighbors in mind. I'm going to mention this just because I just thought of it. When I'm on like, the, I'm not, I think, I don't know how if I've established this before, but I'm not super religious, but I will say a prayer on occasion. Like if I see like roadkill, that sounds like such a non-sympathetic word, <laughs> apathetic word for like a loss of life on the road. But when I see like a dead animal on the road, I, I'll, I'll say like a prayer of like, a, you know, just for their soul, for their family. And then I think, like, um, I ask God, I guess, because I'm praying. And in the Christian context, I'm asking God for, like, give us an awareness for all other living beings on this planet, motivated by love. Because I think that just, if, if we could all do that, you know, wear our masks and then drive and look out for creatures, you know, little critters, we could just... Uh, Avoid them and kill less of them and kill less of each other, you know? Uh, I don't know why the fuck I mentioned that, but it's just... I just... I, I think if you could just have as much of an awareness as you can for your neighbor and for the little critters on the road, you know? Look out for other people, I guess. We're all here together, you know? On this tiny blue rock in fucking space. Anyway, we're close to a fucking hour right now. So, peace and love, cover your face, love your neighbor, don't kill things, wear a mask until this shit's over, please. Thank you. Love you, bye.